welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello, hello. I'm so excited. This next eight weeks are going to be fabulous. Why, you ask? Because Podcast Row is here. (laughs) I'm so excited. So if you do not know this, which, hello, you got to get on the social media game. I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. I am on all of the things. But if you did not know, a few weeks ago, I was in New York City as a top podcaster, as well as a speaker at the Glow Podcast Row event, where I got to have the beautiful opportunity of interviewing eight incredible entrepreneurs who are making this world a better place by getting their message out there. So the next few weeks on this podcast are going to look a little bit different than normal. Usually we have alternating weeks of interview and then solo and interview and solo. And I've got eight really powerful interviews that I want to get out in this series of this podcast row every single week. Now, in between these little uh, interviews here, I am planning on doing some really, really quick and easy five to 10 minute strategy, um, elevation and everything as well to get you guys in the place you need to be to make 2020 your best year yet. So stay tuned. It's going to be really, really incredible. You know, you should expect to see eight brand new podcast row, beautiful interviews in the next eight weeks, as well as some additional short solo episodes from moi. (laughs) But to kick off this brand new series, I'm so excited. I have the most incredible guest that you are going to hear today. And her name is Alyssa Hall. Alyssa Hall is such a special place in my heart, and you will hear why in a very short moment. Actually, I just re-listened to this episode before recording this intro, and (laughs) we are talking about some serious stuff, and then we're laughing, and then something fell. I decided to keep that in there because I thought it was funny. So you will get to enjoy the laughter and the seriousness with us. But Alyssa Hall is a life coach who specializes in working with moms. She helps moms find balance and shows moms that they do have all the time they need to do both of what they love and be fully present for their kids. As a graduate from the IPEC, which is the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, Alyssa has all of the tools necessary to provide effective coaching so that her clients can see results. As a single mother to a toddler and a businesswoman, Alyssa is relatable and understands on a deep level where her clients are coming from. Their circumstances and struggles are familiar to her. 
Alyssa is able to use her own experiences as inspiration for her clients and show them that they have all that they need to achieve the life they truly want. I'm so excited. We're just going to dive straight into this brand new series. I can't wait. Buckle up, get along for the ride, and let's have some fun. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. I'm so, so, so excited for this special guest because not only is she sitting here at this beautiful event with me, but she's one of my clients. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. We've got Alyssa Hall here. Alyssa, tell us about you, how you got to where you are today, a little bit about what you do and how it all came together. So I'm a life coach for moms. I work with overwhelmed moms um, dealing with mom guilt, and Mm -hmm. I help them to create a life that they love. And I feel like that is really a part of my story. I was in a place where I was so unhappy. I hated everything that I was doing. Mm. I hated my job. And I... Where were you working at the time? Oh, my God. At the time, I think I was working at like a doctor's office. (laughs) (laughs) I was like totally aligned. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly where I needed to be. (laughs) Yeah, it was terrible. I hated it so much. And I heard of coaching and I was just like, oh, this sounds so cool. Oh my God. And I found the certification program and I fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. And I saw that it was $11,000. And I was like, well, I guess not. (laughs) And I just stepped away. And for a whole year, I just sat on it. And I kept Mm. thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It was just like playing in my head. And I could not stop thinking about it until one day I was just like, I'm done. I'm going to do this. This is what's making me happy. And I just took the risk. I got a loan. I started the program. And I just, from that moment, I realized that I need to work towards what I want. And three days into the program, I actually broke up with my ex and became a single mom. And I was like, okay, I still have time. I can get my, I can get a refund if I want. Like I can, I I can just go about my regular life. But I was like, no, I'm going to do this. If this is what's going to make me happy and will make me money, I'm going to take the risk and do what I can to, to build it. And then I met you. (laughs) (laughs) And then came me. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. And I thought that I had this niche that I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. This seems like the easy way. Mm. And I wasn't like staying true to my values of doing what makes me happy. And I remember I coached with you. (laughs) You were just like, okay, but what do you want to do? What what do you want? What do you want? And like we got so deep. Yeah. And that's when I realized who I love working with. And it just, it's been insane. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think this is such an incredible journey because so many people uh, have felt that feeling that, hey, I'm in a job right now, but I don't love this. But they don't know a way out. They don't know, okay, well, what are the possibilities? What are the options for me? So I'd love to talk about how you first ever came about the coaching world, how that experience happened, and where was that inkling that said, maybe I could do this? Yeah. um, So I'm just a person who naturally I love helping everyone. And (laughs) I I have a friend who I'm like super close with and I would help her all the time on 
random nonsense like from helping her create a schedule for college to like when she was on a date with a guy she'll tell me about it afterwards like everything yeah and one day she's like oh my god Alyssa you're like a life coach and I was like I don't know what that is but okay <laughs> sure yeah and I ended up meeting a girl who was a coach and she was like I'm about to leave this job I'm like I'm Whoa. going full-time in my business and I'm like what the what do you meet this? her in person yeah oh, that's like so she was someone who I just randomly was working with yeah and after that I was like let me look this thing up right and I was like this is what I need to be doing like I always wanted to be a therapist that's still a goal of mine mm -hmm. but like until then I don't want to be in jobs that I hate right. to finally get to what I love yes Ugh. That's so good. I resonate with that a lot because, you know, when I, traveling full time and doing as much travel as I do, people are always be like, you know, you're so brave. You're so brave. And I just kept saying, I don't feel like I'm brave at all. I'm just unwilling to wait for someone else to live the life that I desire. And I feel like that's exactly what you're saying, right? You are unwilling to be in this place where you're just living life as if it just is. Yeah. Where you're not really living, that you want to actually live the life that you love, however that looks. And so you took this leap of faith. Yes. And here you are now. And I love that you kind of talked about your triumph story too, right? As soon as you took the leap and you said, okay, I'm making this investment and it's scary. Yes. $1,000, right? It's scary. And then all of a sudden you and your ex split up. Yes. And the resistance just showed its face everywhere. Yeah. What encouraged you to continue to run with it and pursue this avenue rather than just being like, no, I'm out? I think it was just realizing that I was just so excited yeah. to finally do something that was making me happy. And like everyone else around me was like, pretty skeptical no one knows what this is right <laughs> my parents are still like yeah she does really great videos online i'm just kidding they kind of have an idea what i do but right. they also partially have no idea what i do yes yeah. and it's just like hearing that and i'm just like after being in the program for like those two days i'm like i can't just stop now like yeah. i got so much growth just from being in that sort of coaching mm. space that i was just like i I need to do this. Yeah. And this is where I'm meant to be. And this, all right, this is going to be hard. And, but I didn't realize that like, that was just like the first little like speed bump. That mm. was about a year and a half ago. And it's been a year and a half of just like moments where I have to tell myself, is, is this what I'm going to do? Am, am I going to keep going? Yeah. And just like fighting through it. Mm. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because obviously, you know, that's the epitome of fiercely unstoppable. Yeah. of all of these things that get thrown in your face. And, you know, you guys, there are moments in my life that all the shit, it just hits the fan. And it's just like a whole bunch of shit just like flying around <laughs> in that fan above me. And I'm like, what is happening? Yes. And it is those questionable moments of, do I keep going or do I quit? So I'd love to dive into those with you and really figure out, you know, what did you... <laughs> <laughs> What, is that? what was that? I was saying something. What was um, I saying? Thoughts, thoughts, oh, thoughts. Diving into like, um, diving into what you had been through. Okay, yes. Okay. So, 
when we feel like things aren't working out and all the resistance pops up. And I, I truly believe that every time we make a big decision to take a new step or to decide, okay, I'm going down this path and we decided this is happening, all of the resistance comes up. Mm-hmm. So I'd love for you to share with people how you were able to feel this resistance and decide to keep going and what that experience has been like for you this past year and a half or so. Yes. Um, it's something I was actually thinking of recently because whenever I do something that's out of my comfort zone, yeah. immediately just like ridiculous negative <laughs> thoughts come. Yeah. And do you have any specific like, examples that resonate with you? Yeah. Um, usually, so I'm an introvert by nature. Like yeah. I am, I will just snuggle in my bed all day. If I got paid to do that, that'd be good. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't. In-home paid snuggler. Actually, you know, you yep. never know. There are a lot of things on the internet. There are. <laughs> but like whenever I have to do something super social that yeah. can really up-level my business, this amazing event, literally three days ago, I was just like, I, maybe maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe. Yeah. And, and just like telling myself all this stuff and I had to have my friends tell me like, girl, like you've been talking about this for a month and a half. Like yeah. this is exciting. Yeah. This is great. And, but you know, I have to really tell myself like, first of all, I'm not going to die. That's, that's the first thing. I right? love that. Right. Okay. Worst <laughs> case scenario. Well, it's not death. So yeah. that that's a pretty, that's a pretty optimistic way of life. Right. It is. And it's just like, whenever sometimes we think of like huge risks that we're going to take, like yeah. the $11,000 loan. Yeah. I mean, that was just like, what do I think I'm doing right now? Right. But it's like, first of all, I'm not going to die. Second of all, the worst that can happen is that I'm paying off this loan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. exactly. Yeah. And like the other big thing for me. I love that. So looking at the best and worst case scenario. Yes. Whenever something comes up, absolutely sit there. What is the worst case? What is the best case? Because if we're going to go down the worst case rabbit hole, we got to do the opposite. We do. You have to. You have to. You have to. It's now a requirement. You just, you, you must. So, okay, keep going. I just wanted to like reiterate that point because I think it's really prominent in, okay, here's some resistance now what do I want to do? Or, hey, here's this really big decision and looking at both sides of that. Yeah. And and you're right. Like also focusing on the best case scenario, which I feel like deep down we know. We we know. Yeah. That's why we wanted to do it. Yeah. But like really getting clear and like having that as like a vision in front of us. The most important thing I feel like that I just started doing is making it like I feel like I have you in my head when I'm saying it, but it's like it's a <laughs> it's a non-negotiable for me to get my worth out of this. I'm going to try my best on my end right. to get what I came for, right. regardless of like let's say I again with the program. Let's say I went to the program and it was terrible. Right. I'm still gonna get every little nugget of information that I can to make sure that it's worth it. Absolutely. And, you know, it's remembering that you took this leap on purpose, Mm -hmm. right? You desired this for a reason. There is a reason that you decided, hey, I'm going to do whatever this thing is. And it is something that I want. And knowing that, hey, I can absolutely achieve it, but I want to learn all of the lessons along the way. I mean, we've all had really crummy experiences, you know, when it comes to um, investing in things and learning things, but realizing that there are stories, there are lessons, there is something that you needed to learn. Or sometimes I go to events 
not with the intention to learn anything, but to, to hear all of the things that I already know, just to remind myself, oh my God, I know so many things. Yes. I know so many things and I can utilize my skills and my unique way of teaching to be able to discuss this even further, which is incredible. So that is so true. So, all right. So I want to dive into what specifically you do for moms, you know, as a mother of a young child, as well as, you know, helping other moms. So let's talk about what that experience looks like for them. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of moms go through what is like known as like mom guilt. Yeah. But what it really is, is feeling like you have to be perfect and feeling like you have to do everything for your child and be there all the time. Every decision that you make has to do with them. You're not allowed to do anything for yourself. If you have a, if you have a husband, then he'll like work and do whatever he does but you are not allowed to be an individual person Mm. and it's like a lot of people don't really think of it that way but that's really what's going on like you're not allowing yourself to be you so let's give an example before we like continue with this thought Mm -hmm. of what of how mom guilt would actually present itself in someone's life yes okay so i have this really amazing example i remember Um, I was just looking on like Facebook and this woman was saying, oh, hey, so I want you guys advice on something. I am um, I have the whole week off next week and I plan to take my two year old to the beach on Monday and we just moved into a new house um, like a couple days ago. And but I'm really, really tired. And from Tuesday to Friday, we're going to have family over. Would I be a bad mom? That's the key. Mm. Would I be a bad mom if I just take my two-year-old to daycare like normal and just take Monday to just relax? The two-year-old didn't know about the beach plans. The two-year-old is also two. And the two-year-old likes daycare. And the mom was like worried that she would be a bad person for just letting her daughter have a regular day Mm. while she relaxed at home. I love that. Like that red flag of would I be a bad mom? Mm -hmm. You know, would I disappoint my children if? Yes. And that is, I think those are key phrases, right? For people to be able to look out for. Yeah. So what happens if someone is feeling that or they are saying these words that, but if I do this, what would that mean about me as a mom? Where do we go from there? I feel like it's really about remembering that in order to be a good mom, you have to be a good person to yourself first and just really being realistic with yourself and stepping back and seeing how you are as a mom when you're tired when you're stressed out when you're overwhelmed like you may be with your kid but are you really mentally with your kid are you playing with them in the way that you want to Mm -hmm. yeah are you present so really being realistic in that way right so what are what are some steps that you would provide someone with and what would you help them guide them through for those people who are feeling a little bit guilty mm-hmm. how would you help them release that yeah so i feel like the first thing is just remembering like our job as parents is to provide for our kids and to be an emotional support for them and to play with them but There are so many different ways of doing that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the specific way that you think that it has to go. You can do it in, you can be flexible in how it is that you want to present yourself. For example, like if your kid is having something at school, you're not a bad parent if you don't attend the little bake sale at school. 
-hmm. but you can instead make up that time by playing with them or you can take that time to yourself so that you can recharge and be a happier person with them that's really all our kids want they want a happy mom they don't want to see mommy all like stressed and frazzled and whatever you have to do to get to that point of like happiness and calmness yeah then that's that's what you need to do I think that's so important I mean I'm not a mom I have a cat but (laughs) (laughs) it's uh it's in the future of of future life and one of my friends that is a mom you know she told me the other day she was actually really sick you know she had the flu gross um but luckily she's healthy and good you know but it's always gross when you have the flu it's never fun and her daughter went to preschool and she was crying because her mom was sick and i thought that was such a a beautiful story though because she was saying oh my gosh my mom is sick my mom is sick i'm so sad and she was able to be in this moment where she understood that my mom's not completely okay and this isn't normal but the beautiful message about that is is that on on average my friend is on point when it comes to having being really present with her and having her experience this happy version of her yes. most of the time you know of course she was sick she couldn't help that you know that's no, that's no one's fault like it's <laughs> no. just life in the universe of what happens but it's one of those things that when we can really spend that quality time and i think we always have to go back to that and also remembering you know moms are not the only ones who get to this place where they're like who am i Mm -hmm. am I just a mom or do I have other things still going for me? Like just because you have a child doesn't mean all of your past experiences just disappear. Yes. And do you find that something that your, that your clients deal with a lot with different moms and things just identifying, okay, well, who am I now as a mom? Yes. That is a huge shift that a lot of moms go through. And even as early as right after the kid is born, Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, so, so, I don't remember what I used to like to do. And we even, I remember seeing a study somewhere that like we chemically change once Mm. we become a mom, I guess like something with like the hormones. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but we have to rediscover ourselves, but allow ourselves to Mm. rediscover ourselves. A lot of moms don't, allow themselves to be like, I'm going to take this really fun class today. I'm going to try out this new thing today. See if I like that. Mm. And just going on this whole rediscovery kick so that you know what makes you happy. Mm. Instead, they're just like, this is what my life is now. I have to do this. And that's another thing I talk about a lot. It's just shifting your vocabulary from have to to want to. Right. That's super, super important. Or even get to. Get to, Yes. Okay, I have to do the laundry. I get to do the laundry right now. I am breathing. Mm -hmm. I am a body that sweats sometimes. So obviously this clothes, (laughs) the clothes need to be washed. But that's because I'm human and that I get to do that. And I get to have a family that I get to do this for. And I think that that is a really beautiful shift for people to make. And that's for anyone, right? It's not even just moms. It's going from this place of, well, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this to wow, I get to because I'm alive, because yes. I have oxygen that fills my lungs, because I am breathing, and it's a choice I get to make. Absolutely. So what is your favorite thing about what you do? Uh, I feel like my favorite thing is when the moms finally make that shift of not believing their stories of, I'm a bad mom if. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're able to like really step back and like see, I'm just a mom. That is it. Yeah. My kids love me. 
I they I'm happy. They're happy. As long as they're happy with whatever it is that they're doing, yeah, I am doing my job. And just seeing them make that shift is so so rewarding. Hmm. And I think it's always going back to this idea of what do I know is true about me? Yes. You know, what do I know I love to do? And having, being able to allow yourself to have the life where I get to do the things that bring me joy in addition to being a really incredible mom and having both. You know, I love living in a world of and, not an either or. We were talking about that at lunch today. You (laughs) know, it's one of those things that you're like, I'm just going to start adopting that too of I want all the things. I want all of the things. Yes. And instead of having and limiting yourself to, okay, I can only do one or the other, I can do this and this mm-hmm. and really living a life of abundance and then be yeah. able to create that. Yeah. And allowing yourself to be flexible of like, how am I going to get this done? Like, how can I do this? Not like I can't do it. Right. Or this, there's no way this is possible. Yes. What yeah. is the opportunity that this could be possible? If exactly. it were possible, what would this look like? Yes. That's a really beautiful reframe of that question. Okay, so this podcast obviously is all about being fiercely unstoppable. As you know, yes. can you tell us about a time, and I know you kind of already did, but another specific moment where you overcame an obstacle and when you did, you just felt victorious. <laughs> yes. Okay, so an obstacle that I overcame and I felt amazing, I feel like... This, ha- this is like a, a normal, not a normal everyday thing, mm-hmm. but this happens a lot for me where I'm starting my business. I really want this to happen. I really want to do what I can. Yeah. And when you're in that space of like, go, 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 wanting to do this, like there are moments where you're just in the flow mm-hmm. and it's beautiful and you're creating, but then you have other moments where it's just like, I haven't done anything for a month mm. and you're just like, I do not know what to do. And you're just spinning. Right. You like lose track of the, you know, yeah. I, I say this all the time, right? You can't, it's easier to keep the ball rolling if it's already rolling, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Otherwise you have to start it all over again and yes. you have to build that momentum. But when we stop the momentum, then, then we have to start back at kind of not ground zero, but we kind of got to start where we left off. Right. And for me, that was just like a reoccurring pattern in my life wherever yeah. like something would, whenever I'd get to a speed bump, yeah. I would take that as a sign of, all right, I'm going to have to stop now. Mm. But like over the last like few months, I would get to a speed bump and I'm just like being able to coach myself through it and just tell myself, all right, well, the world isn't going to end because I took that month off. Yeah. Nothing is going to stop because I paused for a little bit. Right. And being able to just get back to the basics and really say, okay, what do I need to do today? How do I need to break this down so that I can start and get to the momentum? Just because I was really amazing and successful in doing all these things before doesn't mean that now that I paused, I can't have that again. Mm. And I, this brings up the question, what am I making this mean about me? Yeah. I'm a big believer in continuing to push through and persevere. However, there are moments in our life that we do need to just like take a step back. And what happens when we have all these obstacles and all this resistance that pops up in our life that we're like, why is this happening? We get too close to the situation that we can't actively assess what's happening here to make the next step. Exactly. Yeah. I think the perfect example of this, I'm, I'm a big visual person, as most people who listen to this podcast know. 
what I love to do is think about it with painting, with artwork, okay? When I was painting back in the day, what I would do is I would have my entire canvas, I'd paint the whole thing. I'd be like, oh yeah, this looks pretty good. But the whole time I was like right up next to it, maybe five inches away from it. But what I would have to do from there is put it down, walk across the room, so separate myself from it, see a bigger picture of it, and then I'm like, oh my God, there's no contrast. You can't even tell what's going on in that. It just looks like blobs. Because yes. up close it looks one way, but when you actually back up and see the bigger picture, it looks a whole nother way. And then you know what you need to do next. Yes. And so I feel like that's exactly what you were able to do. You are like, okay, I need to take a moment and that's okay. And I allow myself to do that and I forgive myself for doing that and just let it be. However, I'm just going to do one step at a time. Yes. And when we are in the chaos, that's what we have to focus on is yeah. one step at a time. And like you said, forgiveness, forgiving yourself yes. is just key to, to anything in life. Yeah. And that's been like so hard for me to like finally get to that point. But when you get there, you're just like, oh my God. What do you love to do? Do you have a forgiveness ritual or anything that you enjoy doing to forgive yourself or others? Yeah, I I play video games. So. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's what I do. I'm just like, I'm going to play this for an hour and I'm going to be okay with the fact that I took an hour to do something fun. Yeah. And when you step away from that, you're just like, I needed this. Yeah. I needed to forgive myself. I needed to take that time for myself. And that's that's what I like teaching other moms to do. But I feel like people who have businesses, like, that's super, super key. Yeah. Take that time for yourself, knowing that it's okay. And you are completely loved and accepted no matter what you need to do at all moments in time, whether that's take a nap, play a video game, go for a walk, hug a friend, <laughs> <laughs> yes. whatever that is. I love personally for forgiveness, the Ho'oponopono ritual. It's a Hawaiian ritual. And I'm probably without being able to read the exact phrase of it, but it's this idea of I love you. I forgive you. I'm sorry. I, you know, what the, there's four different phrases that go in there and you can just write it all out and just really just create that Ho'oponopono um, vibration of saying those things and just allowing it to release and just knowing that everything is going to be okay, no matter what. Worst case yeah. scenario, best case scenario. Absolutely. This has been awesome. Yes. My gosh. <laughs> all right. So where can people find you? Where can people reach out to you? Where can they connect with you further? Um, so I'm on Instagram awesome. at Allie the Life Coach. And if you want more like details and information on like the type of coaching that I do, then that's on my website at AlyssaHallCoaching.com. Awesome. We will have all of that in the show notes as well for people to check out. But thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thank you for having me. This has been amazing. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.